just doing a little sound check here for the Untitled Life Podcast. Just doing a little sound check here for the Untitled Life Podcast. Your smoke is going everywhere. Yep. <laughs> it's whipping. I whip my smoke back and forth. Wedding cookies. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Untitled Life Podcast with Caleb and Amy. My name is Amy. Sitting next to me is Caleb. We want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for hitting play. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here, Ames. Thanks for being here, Caleb. I will oh. thank myself uh, because, you know, it's it's you got to show up still. You got to show up. You want to know something I've been loving lately? And um, lately is in like probably the last couple months. Sunshine. Okay, yes. Kona. Jet. Wow, okay, so this uh, is going to sound band. really dumb compared to that. <laughs> I have lots of guesses. I can keep going. But it's when people refer to themselves in third person. Oh, you've been loving that. Yes, I've been okay. loving that. Right. And there's a couple reasons. There's just, of course, it just, I don't know why. Why does it sound funny when the person whose name is Caleb decides to address Caleb? I don't know why. That will always, I think, crack a smile out of some people. Crack. Crackle. Crackle But I smile. also just love it because it, like, I don't know. There's a sense of non-attachment there, you know? You're just kind of like, oh, yes. Caleb, you know? Hey, this this is a low-key kind of good lead-in for our topic today. You know what? I know that. Oh, you know that. <laughs> yeah. See, you've had this plan the whole time. Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. But yeah, sometimes I like refer- referring to myself in third person. It makes you like less attached to like your ego or just who, you know, who you are. It makes you take a step back. Yeah. And... Be like, whoa, I am Caleb. Am, are we who we are? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can also kind of like see the situation through a different lens and a different perspective. And it's not so personal. I know something that I've used to like really, really struggle with and like obviously still get hints of it is taking things too personally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like doing that, like just stepping back and being like, oh, Amy, like she's so silly. She would do that. <laughs> it makes it like less personal and like i don't feel this deep sense of hurt anymore yeah that is true it does do that it does provide that distance (laughs) but anyways this is a good intro into our topic today um today we decided that we wanted to talk about meditation that's a pretty broad intro there (laughs) good one thanks spirit um, we wanted to talk about <laughs> meditation and Caleb, I don't know if this is something you and I have like, I mean, obviously it comes up in conversations a lot because it's something that we practice, but I don't know if we've ever just like sat down with the intention to talk about this topic. No, right? you know? no, I don't think so. But like outside of a podcast, do couples do that in general? Like, I don't know. We, it's not something we do when we're like, hey, Amy, tonight, you know, over dinner, I have a subject for our conversation. It's well, meditation. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay, fair. So if it doesn't, I mean, we already have just occurring naturally conversations throughout the day, throughout our relationship for 15 years. So it doesn't always need to, we don't always need to like, hey, what about, let's like, let's specifically chat only about this subject right now. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay, fair. So, yeah, I guess uh, we haven't talked about it. It's also, I mean, hard to talk about. You think so? Disclaimer. I, well, hard. Have you tried? I, I, no. That's I'm trying right now, and I can't get the words out of my mouth. But I think it's pretty. It's a pretty free idea. Okay. 
So free, free form idea, the concept of meditation. I think this is a good entry because I would argue that we're going to argue about meditation first. I would argue. I didn't know there was going to be arguing in our meditation episode. <laughs> I would argue that not a lot of people view it as a free form thing. I would think. Okay. And I don't think I did in the beginning. I think it looked very straight laced, very disciplined, very like cut and dry, black and white. This is how you meditate. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Yeah, um, and I don't think that in, or feel that anymore, but I definitely did for a long time. Right. Yeah. Well, I want to start by just reading the definition of the word meditate. Oh. Because I don't think I've ever actually looked it up. Um, but according to, <clears throat> can I have the uh, country of origin, please? Um. Yes, Latin. Okay. Obviously. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. But according to Oxford Dictionary, um, meditate means to think deeply or focus one's mind for a period of time in silence or with the aid of chanting for religious or spiritual purposes as a method of relaxation. Mode. <laughs> Alternate, alternate definition is think deeply or carefully about parentheses something. Hmm, that's that's right. Can I can I have it used in a sentence? He went off to meditate on the new idea. Hmm, okay. So he must have been thinking deeply or carefully about it. Meditate. M E. <laughs> okay. Wow, we're D. really taking this. <laughs> um, I don't. What is what is kind of your meditation journey like? When do you feel like? You were first introduced to it. What did that look like? Wow. See, this is hard to talk about already. Okay. Do you want me to talk? <laughs> there's, a mound of, there's a mound of stuff to unpack there. Um, okay. I'll say, I think I've always, always, I think I've always been prone to having a meditative spirit, like growing up. Okay. And uh, I know we've talked about how... Uh, in high school, we both came out to Colorado and really connected, like, on that backpacking trip we took and, like, really connected with nature and, and our environment and, like, pursued that. And I definitely saw, like, myself, I, mean, I remember some journals from that trip where we had, like, alone time where we went mm -hmm. and sat out. We had, like, maybe three to four I hours. I think it was four from what I remember. Four hours mm -hmm. on our last day. So this is to do a quick little refresh on this story. Anyways, Amy and I both went with this group separately not mm -hmm. on the same trip but at some point in our high school to come out to colorado and did like a four night five day backpacking trip to summit one of the 14ers um mm -hmm. i did elbert back in the day it was my freshman year uh, sophomore year sophomore year of high school and anyways you summit on like the fourth day and then you have like another still like day to hike down and kind of like take it easy on that last day the group we did the group we went with always did like a solo day out in nature. Mm -hmm. So you're like backpacking, you're camping up the mountains. And for one day they make everyone in the group split up, just like walk out of the campsite, yeah. um, out of the campgrounds, not in sight of anyone else in your group. And you have four hours alone. You can, you can take Which, what you want as a high schooler. Yeah. Like, as a high schooler. Wow. Like shit. I could have like leveled up a bunch in whatever RPG I was playing back then. <laughs> but in four hours. And so I think, you know, that, that might be a little seed. I remember those three to four hours. And I, honestly, I didn't even journal about that. It just kind of came pure inspiration in this podcast yeah. of like, I think that is where at least I didn't, maybe I didn't even know what to call it meditation or like what, but some kind of just 
being still and being quiet and being and, and being like spacious in my mind and in like my persona i think it, and also connecting that with being in nature because i think nature is already just embodies those three things mm-hmm. and so i think that is a very like monumental moment of like what the seed the seed was planted and it started my meditation journey started kind of growing and in different directions from that wow and i just discovered that now i think (laughs) that's so interesting because yes i had the same experience as you uh i mean different year different trip like lots of things were different but it was the same uh with the same group same company same type of trip Uh and i did have that four hour um alone time in nature and i do actually remember that very well i would love to read what i wrote i have no idea where it is um but i don't i remember it was like off and on for me like you know there were times Mm -hmm. where i was like really vibing with it like oh my goodness this is just i feel so at peace and relaxed and calm and then there were times i was like okay i'm bored how long has it been like are we almost done right like you know See, and honestly, that is, <laughs> to not jump ahead, but that is my mind when I meditate. <laughs> yes. Like, those two polar opposites, that's why I feel like this time was so just grounding of like, hey, this is what, when you get to, like, actually intentionally meditating, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, I guess we'll talk a- about it eventually, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like that dynamic of your mind. Yeah, that, that part of your mind. Yeah, that part yes. of your mind. Yeah, so I, that's interesting that you felt like that was a seed for you. I don't know if I would say... I felt as strongly like I don't know if I would say that that was the seed like I think of kind of the intro to me being very connected with yoga um obviously those two practices really go hand in hand um and I think I really started yeah I think the seed was really planted for me once like my yoga journey started um which I've talked about on the show before but that was more you know on your campfire chat episode go check it out Amy's that was more um like 25 26 years old like a little later in life like 10 years later or so and well i think that is where you know i was trying to trace it to the very root the inception of the idea that kind of led me to where i was and i think back to that that really that time that's four hours really just like opened some doors for me that i never explored i mean for a normal suburban kid being raised yeah. uh, you know going to school all all my life like you don't playing sports playing sports constantly like every weekend was you know some mm-hmm. kind of sporting event all year round pretty much um like humble brag okay <laughs> that's not a humble brag <laughs> i played sports all year round i didn't play okay I, uh, whatever <laughs> we're not talking about sports here but there was just it didn't feel like my I even, you know, I was never even told the word meditate and it yeah. and definitely wasn't, it's not a strong facet of how I was taught religion either. I think it can be in certain religions, but, um, the one I was raised in, it was not, it was almost like kind of dark. It was too unknown for mm. us, okay. for, for my avenue of Christianity. Like yeah. even tossing the word around was you know brought up like eastern religions and that of course you know was were not they mm-hmm. were not right so mm-hmm. <laughs> we so didn't really want to mess it was with a little it. out there yeah but yeah. i think i really started and then i think from that moment on i would pursue moments where i loved you know taking hikes by myself which i think these were meditative mm-hmm. but yeah the actual practice of like intentionally devoting time and space and stillness to like practice practicing meditation didn't come about so yeah we really started getting into yoga yeah and yeah. then you learn that 
really the whole point of yoga the whole reason you like stretch your body out is so that you can sit longer yes. in meditation like yes. that the heart of yoga is meditation they are mm -hmm. they are left hand and right hand almost and you don't get the full experience of holding both until you like intertwine the fingers yeah i definitely remember learning that i don't know if it was in a book or maybe in a studio or i have no idea what avenue i read it in but it was in that time period where we were just taking in everything yoga and yes learning that the asana portion of yoga which is the physical practice that most people are familiar with the whole point of that is to as you said get your body ready to sit yeah it's to loosen meditation. it up it's to strengthen it mm -hmm. to strengthen those muscles like your back muscles yeah and to get yes. your posture correct so that you can sit for longer periods of get time your hips open in, like everything yeah in a meditative state um yeah which i don't think really in yoga in the western world really presents it that way at all no um but yeah traditionally in the eastern traditions yes that was why they would do asana practice was to prepare the body for meditation um but yeah i feel like i don't know it seems like our meditation practice has kind of come a long way um do you want to talk about like maybe what it looked like in the beginning for you yeah and i had another random moment pop oh, okay. in my head i actually uh when i was early in college so going to a very religious school mm -hmm. and actually pursuing theology as a degree i had one class that was yeah it was i forgot the name of it but it was kind of like it was pretty open. I love the teacher. Uh, Earl Lavender was him, was the teacher for those of you who know him, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is probably no one. <laughs> but uh, he no, was he, he was a little more progressive of a religious teacher and, uh, you know, encouraged open thinking. And we had, I forgot the class, but it wasn't like on any kind of book of the Bible or any gospel or anything, but just kind of like general theology and like pursuing of religions. And we all had like a group project. And for some reason, for my group project, I led a meditation for the whole class. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> because I was reading, and I forget the name. There was some um, early Christian author who was actually, like, into meditation. And I yeah. started, like, kind of reading about him. And I was reading one of his books at the time. And I was like, this feels really connected to my spirit, which I had never felt that avenue at the time of, like, kind of just accessing that spirituality within yourself mm -hmm. via meditation. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, for my, like, class project, I literally led, like, a 15 to 20-minute meditation that in front so of the cool. class and the whole class like participate yeah i don't know if i ever i've ever talked about that either wow this this is just bringing out a lot of stuff today. <laughs> what that is that's so cool like what what did it look like what did the practice look like i remember it, it incorporated some um some like physical like i remember at one point we kind of like worked up to like closing in on like something we were like holding or like closing your yeah, cl hands and then physically like i was leading them to physically close your hands and even like start gripping to where it was like painful mm -hmm. and like we held that and i remember then slowly having the awareness like let your fingers kind of roll out and then like letting that go and then like we kind of led from there so some like embodiment to yeah love. some embodiment yeah. not just breath work and yeah i was like giving some prompts and like i had this is so weird. It's it feels so like a different life because I had like written it all out and like paced it. And I think I had music, probably cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. But that was just kind of a weird another footnote that of like, you know, a signpost of like, oh, eventually he's going to have a meditation practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that didn't develop to a long time. But what, after. Did it, what did it look like then a long time after? Like, how did you, how did you start? Oh, I guess, so, like, once we started getting into yoga, and I, you know, we started learning, like, oh, the purpose of yoga is meditation, mm -hmm. and we're both very intrigued by that, 
I remember it was really hard. I think kind of to harken back to what you said about how a lot of people don't view it as free form. Like mm-hmm. it feels like some kind of like, str- almost like how yoga can not be approachable for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, meditation felt like it had like strict, a strict box around it. Like if you're going to quote unquote meditate, you know, your mind needs to be here and you need to be in this kind of stance and you'll mm-hmm. transcend uh-huh. your physical body. And like that, that shit's intimidating. <laughs> And I think it took me a while mentally to, like, I I remember wanting to, like, develop a meditation practice and begin, like, intentionally meditating. And I just felt like it, who knows, it could have taken two years to get to the point where I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I remember, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to set a one-minute alarm on my phone, and I'm just going to try and breathe for Mm -hmm. a minute. And it was so difficult <laughs> at first yeah. and i had i was gonna do that i remember just setting a kind of like a discipline of like i'm gonna do that one minute a day just meditate and whenever i feel like a minute is you know too short i'll increase it by another minute but i literally just started with one minute on my phone if i can sit still and just like concentrate on my breath for one minute and then um after I don't know how long it took. I remember just being like patient with that process. Like wait, like you'll know when you're ready to mm. kind of like start increasing the the space you're sitting in. And so, yeah, eventually I got to two minutes. And I remember it taking like a month or longer, you know, and then three minutes and then four minutes to where I would, with no plan, I would just sit down and be like, you know what, I feel like I can kind of sit here longer. <laughs> well, I think that's, I mean, part of it, I feel like... Well, you can reach the space of meditation when you are very connected to like your truth and like your essence and your voice. Your essence. I like essence. And All I, those are great. And words. I feel like when once you're there, you know. Yes. You're like maybe you hear the alarm go off and you just know, I'm gonna stay longer. And like, well, I don't think I ever that. did that. Okay. I would. I would always kind of. I would always cap it like. Even on the days where, uh, you know, a minute felt quick, Mm -hmm. where also I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been a minute. Like, that would be kind of this point. I didn't feel ready to, I wanted to extend it because, yeah, I guess the alarm and trying to go back in would kind of throw me Mm. out of it a little bit. So Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes um, sense. But yeah, it is, like, I I didn't know when I wanted to increase the time. I would just feel like it was the right time of, like, and I remember at certain I worked my way up to five minutes was kind of my goal. Like I want to get to the point where I can sit and just focus on my breathing and stillness for five minutes. And honestly, it's weird because I remember even thinking back to those times. And even when I meditate now, like sometimes if to, to use that analogy of talking about yourself in third person and viewing (laughs) yourself, like to view myself from the outside, sometimes I would think I would be like almost thrashing in turmoil with how it's, it sometimes becomes like just not a battle in your brain, but it's not peace and stillness yeah. always. Yes. And I think that throws a lot of people off too, because they're like, well, no, I'm not meditating. And I'm like, no, you are, that, that is meditation. Like another quote I did journal about that I love to talk about in meditation is, um, I don't think you can't try to meditate. You either do or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, if you sit down the track, it's like an oxymoron. Yes. Kind of as Jerry says in the Me Seeks episode of Rick's, Rick and Morty, when he's like, I can't try to relax. That's an oxymoron. Yeah. If you try to relax, you're not going to relax. Yes. Like, you can't try to meditate. You either meditate or you don't meditate. Mm-hmm. There is no try, as mm-hmm. Yoda would say. <laughs> I knew that was some sort of, like, Star Wars code. Yes. I remember he said it. But yeah, that's a big piece that I wanted to touch on, and I think that was a big turning point for me. 
is because, yeah, they're definitely, I think the first few years was, I don't know if it was months or years, but first bit of this journey, that's the idea I had in my head of like, yeah, it's going to be all peace and beautiful and just, you're going to be, your mind's going to be totally free and just like, <sighs> you know, yes. love and light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, when you don't have that, it's yes, such so like a the turn moments off. When I didn't have that, I was like, oh, I'm bad at this. I'm doing this wrong. I'm wasting my time. Like I'm not doing and it correctly. I would almost try harder, you know, yes. be like, oh, come on, come on, Amy, you can do it. And, um, it's like, just meditate, just do it. Don't think about anything. Focus. But I feel like I actually, a lot of, I think, guided meditations helped me with that because I can't You should have taken my guided meditation class in college, Why didn't you invite me? I was there. You should have, I mean, we should have had the same major. We did for like a week. And then you immediately dropped. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But I think, I can't remember, it was a guided meditation. I don't remember who the teacher was, but they said, and I've heard multiple people say this now, but um, I remember they said, like, meditation is not just having a complete, open, free mind the whole time. Um, Meditation is when, if your mind gets distracted, which it will, totally normal, it's that moment of awareness when you come back. It's that moment of awareness of, whoa, I'm thinking about going to the grocery store right now instead of focusing on my breath. Right. I'm going to start focusing on my breath again. Then you come back to the breath. And yes, maybe it's literally two seconds later and your mind's already off again, but it's those moments where you have that moment of awareness and you come back to the breath. It doesn't matter how long it lasts. It's just those moments. And yes, you can have 50 of those in three minutes. Like, (laughs) there's no... Honestly, the, no, the limit does not exist how many of those you can have within like a one minute yeah. time period. There's no score and the limit does not exist. But this is what I do know. I do know the more that you do sit and practice this, the less and less that happens. Or just the more... I, well, I think what you're... Like it creates awareness. Yeah. You are the thinker or you can remove yourself from the thought. And like when you... Like sometimes you, you get caught up in the thought. Mm-hmm. and you're just like you're in that thought you're in that story the worry of mm-hmm. what's going to happen what has happened and then you have that awareness of like oh this is just a thought mm-hmm. and once you're like remove yourself from that i kind of lost where i was going once you remove yourself <laughs> from that then you're, you're yeah. out of the, i mean you're out of that thought and that's right, you're like, out of that thought and then that's when you can consciously choose to get back into yes. like the flow of like that is just a thought i can let that pass yes and i've also always loved the visualization um, I think another thing that has really helped helped me stay like centered and focused is visualization, just any kind of visualization. You know, whether it's like envisioning like a light pouring through me down my spine and like mm-hmm. out and then up the top of my head. Or another one that I love if I'm my mind is feeling really cluttered is the sky visualization. So just open visualizing like you know looking in your third eye and visualizing a sky and all the thoughts are clouds it's like you just you don't like grab onto the cloud you just watch it pass by so you Uh know maybe as i'm sitting there a thought comes in my head of like oh i need to put the shower out so that i can heat the water to shower later (laughs) a very real thought (laughs) Um, are you thinking about that right now do you need to go put the shower out it's a little windy um it's still warm though but yeah, that, that thought cloud pops up. It's in my sky view now, and I just watch the cloud like float on by. Yeah. You know, and you label it as a thought. You just watch, you're like, oh, 
a thought, a cloud, yeah. and you just watch it going by, and you come back to the breath, or you come back to the light visualization, you know, whatever. But once again, it's just about not letting those moments conjure up frustration and, you know, annoyance, really. Yeah. Uh, I think one visual visual visualization, good God, that word is hard to say, visualization that really helped me was, it's from the Midnight Gospel mm-hmm. uh, show on Netflix. Which like, we break down every single episode in some very early podcast episodes, Midday Ramblings with Q. Yeah, but very good interesting show and they talk on subjects like meditation mm-hmm. and yeah they i don't know the name of the guy um they had on for that specific episode but anyways he dropped this visualization there we go of uh, when you're meditating and those thoughts come in and just like overtake your mind see it as a as if you're in a forest and you're watching this clearing and, a, and an elk or a deer moves into the clearing and you can see it there and it like gnaws on some grass eats mm-hmm. a little bit and then moves on into the clearing as a thought would do in your mind and you can mm-hmm. move on from that but yeah it's removing yourself from the thought you are the seer and you are what is seen mm-hmm. and once you can yeah once you like get once that is practiced more um mm-hmm. you can start yeah once that is practiced more it definitely i think the time you can span, access that awareness a little more. the time span to accessing that awareness i think just comes quicker a little right bit. yeah and i mean disclaimer here by no means are we experts on this at all and not no. to say that well i don't even think you can say, be an expert on it that's that's the if thing if someone says they're an expert on meditation <laughs> i might be a little wary um we can only and this is not to say that every time you sit down to meditate it's like this at all because that is totally not true at least for me that it's like what that it's like challenging not challenging oh that's not challenging yeah. no i'm saying like every time i meditate it is a challenge (laughs) (laughs) yes yes yes. almost and yeah over the course of like it's not a it's not a pure uh practice either like it it is a practice i think that's also kind of like yoga i mean like i said they're hand in hand kind of two um two sides of the same coin two of the sides of the same coin yeah keep on using the analogy but like you it, it, they're they're practices so like you don't you don't all of a sudden get to a point where you're like you are a professional meditator like yeah. it, it comes and goes it, you go through waves you go through times it's definitely now i think at the point in my life where over the course of years maybe even like decades where it feels like a stable practice where every week when i'm kind of like looking ahead to my week i want to find time to intentionally meditate and that is intentionally like setting down a pillow, blocking off a window of time, um, and just like sitting there and connecting to my breath. And I've gone from, um, recently I kind of now with the minute thing, I just kind of go with like what I'm feeling that week. This week it's been seven minutes. (laughs) Lucky number seven. Yes. But I've worked my way up. Yeah. And sometimes when I can get in a flow where we have a few weeks where I know like the practice can develop, I'll try and kind of like do a bell curve Well, I'll like work my way up to a moment of maybe like two days in a row where I'm doing like 20 to 30 minute sessions and then kind of like go back down the next week to where I'm, you know, 15, 10, mm-hmm. five, three, maybe. And I'm kind of like, let that flow. Yeah. But it, but there's no, like I'll do one, I'll do a sit down for a three minute meditation and my mind will be completely scattered the whole time. And then sometimes I'll sit down for a 10 minute and it feels like I access that kind of like samadhi where mm-hmm. 
it's just i found the inner peace you know mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's not perfect and it goes back and forth and you just gotta like honor the, the fact that it's a practice like you're never going to get to a point where you're just like completely you're a professional meditator or an yeah. expert meditator and it it's, always feels good yeah. and carefree and easy every yeah because like your mind is changing one your day-to-day is changing like your scenario is changing and yeah it's just you know you got to honor the fact that your brain is processing that too and yeah it's not always the easiest fact to just not you know just sit down and create that space for yourself yeah so. i think something that's changed for me a lot in terms of a meditation practice is honestly i can't really tell you the last time i intentionally sat down and was like i'm going to meditate now start uh-huh. the timer go Um, I think my meditation practice has like busted through the box and it is, I've realized it's not just that for me. Um, I've realized meditation for me now is also exercising. Mm -hmm. Like I can get in a very meditative state while exercising. It's also doing yoga, like literally doing the asana practice. I can get in a meditative state. It's hiking. Sometimes it's cooking. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's reading or journaling or... I don't know. There's a lot. It's kind of expanded outside of this idea I've always had of meditating is just sitting on a pillow. Not just, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The only way it looks is sitting on a pillow with your eyes closed, breathing. And I did that for a while and I still still like that avenue. But I think I have definitely broken out of the box and been able to access that state of um, internal awareness connecting mm. with my breath and connecting with that spaciousness through other activities as well which i think has been really really cool and it's really taken i think a lot of pressure off of me because mm. there are times i mean like everyone there are times i just don't want to do it like i want to get i want to i want the benefits but didn't really want to do the work you know of mm. like sitting with my spine long for a long time um And sometimes it would even, you know, it just would hurt or wasn't comfortable. And that's all I could focus on. Like, oh man, my back really, really hurts or something like that. And so it's been cool to find other avenues for that, um, that awareness to like pop up, Mm. you know? Yeah. I think that's where I kind of mentioned that, like the concept of meditation is very free form because that's very much how I view it too. And I think now I will say now it, I did not always view it that way. Yeah, I think in I think a lot of people can like access that meditative state without yeah doing the you know the sitting down on a pillow and breathing for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've almost like reverse boxed myself in to where I was like kind of accessing all this meditative state yeah. through like hikes and camping and just like, like finding, watching a sunset. Yeah, watching a mm-hmm. sunset on playing an instrument. Um, like yeah, like you said, there's so many things that I feel like after doing that activity, whether it's just sitting down and playing my guitar in a way that sometimes I'm just whatever I feel like playing, I'm just gonna let that flow. And You're after present. I'm present. Yeah. yeah, I guess that the core of what I would define meditation is is like coming down to where. I mean, I think the reason why it focuses on your breathing is because that centers you more than anything else. <laughs> like, And your breath is the tool that takes you to the present. Yes. It's like the simplest form of your life is yes. your breath. And then you'll feel your heartbeat. And when mm-hmm. you start getting in tune with that kind of like rhythm and then you're like, you can't be anything else but present. Yeah. Like once yeah. you're, you're, you've like 
I don't know, like unlayered everything to where it's just your breath. And so when you can start connecting to that like present self anywhere, and then I think anything can become meditative. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's very free form, but yeah. I've also like really appreciated the practice of like when I started kind of like boxing myself in with the, you know, intentional breathing, mm-hmm. I felt lots of fruition from that. Nice. Too. Yeah. I mean, there's no right or, there's no right or wrong way and it's it's more i think too just the more you're able to connect with your essence or your voice or your truth you kind of know what avenue is or what form is you know right for you in that moment or what yeah what is gonna what avenue yeah what avenue just feels right in that moment what's meeting you where you're at now yeah and sometimes it is that discipline of no, I'm going to sit on this pillow and I'm going to set a timer. Sometimes it's like very structured and disciplined like that. And then there's like periods and phases of times where it's like, I don't want any structure. I don't want any <laughs> yeah. of that. I want so much free form and you can still find it, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, it comes down to that, like awareness creation of you can remove yourself and be just who, just be where you are. Yeah. yeah. And like be able to be aware of that. Which I think is really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we both, you journaled on this, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. I wrote down some thoughts. We both journaled on this um, over the last 24 hours. Did you have anything that we haven't covered already in your journal that you wanted to share? We've talked about a lot of it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was just kind of trying to journal, you know, like I wrote to myself, so what is meditation? Because yeah, I do just view it as this like, it's almost a cloud, kind of like you said, like you just mm-hmm. can't catch or hold on to yeah. it. And it keeps on changing forms. And honestly, that's, it's changed forms in my life for years. Yeah. It looks like something different, honestly, almost week to week, sometimes day to day, definitely over the course of year to year. But um, yeah, like the three things I came down to, it was, yeah, sitting and enjoying your own beautiful existence and aloneness. And like, there needs to be nothing else than that. yeah i love that um and then yeah conscious connection to your breath your breathing pattern and how it is the most basic life force you can have Mm. um and then yeah just how simple that is but that was kind of two things i came down to like if i had to define what meditation is it would be those two things connecting to your breath and then just enjoying your beautiful existence (laughs) in like you're just you're there and you are at bliss yeah i like that i like that you're enjoying your essence yes right your essence yes yeah yeah um well i have i guess What'd shout out shout out mom i have mom to thank for this Ayo, coco she um reached out to me and um posed me the question of why do you meditate oh that's a good question it is a good question right and i was like whoa um and that definitely was kind of the inspo for this episode. I was like, whoa, I am going to sit down and journal with that. Like, sit down with that and journal. Because I don't feel like that's a, something I can just, like, answer real quick. Um, so, I wrote down, why do I meditate? And this is what I said. I said, to release, to let go, to reconnect with my life force within, my prana. To clear my mind, to see clearly. To breathe, to get quiet to reconnect to myself, to my essence, to the greater whole, to simplify things, to return to a state of ease, just breathing in and out, to put my mind to rest and bring forth my heart space, to arrive at that place of truth, the cave that resides in the heart, to let everything fall away that isn't truth, 
It's just breathing in and out after all, and I can't think of anything more beautiful than that. Existing, shedding, opening, so that the light of the universe can shine through like one million stars. I meditate to return home. I like that one. Yeah. that. So I feel like that's kind of what it boiled down to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... I think I also put now when I was talking, when I was journaling about my, my practice and how it's evolved, every time I do come to a state of meditative, I said it feels like a homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it does. now feels like, especially since I've kind of like, it's established itself as a practice in my life, whether that shows up every day or every week or not. Mm-hmm. Um, like it feels like it's a way I can yeah come home to like myself and yeah, my essence and my life force. I love all those words to use because mm-hmm. yeah. That is the essence of it. I think coming home to that is you coming home also, like, to the greater, like, there's a connection to the greater whole, you know, because... I think once you, like, step out of that, you've, like, removed yourself from the world, the world almost, and simplified yourself to the pure life force of you inhaling and exhaling Mm -hmm. and your heart beating, Mm -hmm. and then when you kind of, like, step back out into the real world, it's like you know your place mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you know that soul you connected to that inner and then Amy. you look at that tree and you're like oh it's got one too you're helping me inhale and exhale <laughs> yes. thank you and i was helping you inhale and exhale oh my god it's the most beautiful realization it's gonna make me cry again Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful though yeah that's cool what was the last line I return home. Yeah. Helps me return like home. Yeah. yeah. It's about, I meditate it, to return home. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. It feels, it feels like a homecoming. That's a cool concept. Yeah. But. Yeah, it is. It is hard to talk about. Cause yeah, it's never going to get, I think to a point where I'm like, I feel like I can write a book on meditation <laughs> and f- you know, the, f- the 10 steps to take you from not meditating to meditating or something See, like that. See, I just, I don't think it works like that. It's. I don't either. It's so. Like, it can be, like, especially the way you've been doing it right now, like, or you've been wanting to keep it kind of, like, disciplined and in the box a little bit. It can be like that, of course. But it can also be so, like, the wind. It can just be so freeform and, like, no certain shape or no way it looks to where, like, it's kind of hard to define sometimes, you know? But it can be, it can be both at the same time, which I think that's a big, a big thing to grasp, you know? Mm. (laughs) Um. And then, yeah, sometimes it just, I think you almost have to meet it where you are. I think you kind of have to know. And it will meet you where you're at. (laughs) I think you have to know. I think you just have to know where you are. Like, if sitting isn't working for you, and I mean, like, not just you had a few sessions where your mind was everywhere. Like, if it just really is, like, you know, months and months of sitting and you're just, like, if it's having a negative effect on you, maybe try a different form. I don't know. You kind of just have, there is no how to. Yeah. Yeah. There That's is what no I was try. saying. There's no how to. And that, yeah, you were saying there shouldn't be, there's no. no way, like no one could be able to write a how to, how you're going to approach it, how it's going to connect to you, how it's going to connect to you, how the fruit from your labor is going to, you know, grow is going to be completely different from ours. I think it's kind of just a dedication. I think it's more dedication to awareness or to presence yeah, or focus. Yeah. Any of those words. Um, and then figuring out what that looks like for you in different seasons of life too. Sometimes it looks like motor <laughs> spirit. That's gonna be the title of this. Hey, episode. it was chanting. Yes. So, no, I know. So, so the new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard <laughs> album, Petro Dragonic Apocalypse, or Dawn of the Eternal Night, and the Annihilation of Planet Earth, and the beginning of 
endless damnation merciless merciless damnation <laughs> damn it i almost had it that one's harder than trying to spell meditate trying to trying to spell meditate's not that hard <laughs> but that album too if you listen to it can be meditative that's the real test that, no it is me- even the fantano the little no i dude, know it's a mode i know he gets into a meditative yeah state. it no, can I know. get into meditative state so yeah you can access that kind of meditation through avenues that you would never think about like heavy thrash metal music <laughs> like us last night watching the sunset <laughs> yes amy wanted some heavy metal while uh the sunset behind mount shivano back there and so we were just <laughs> hey it was great i loved it there is no planet b <laughs> also a good lesson something worth noting something worth noting yeah I think that's all I got on meditation. Same. Yeah. Maybe we can revisit it at some point and see oh, yeah, how our always. thoughts have changed. Because it's ever-growing and ever-changing, right? Yes. Yes. Well, thank you, listeners, if you have made it this far in this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if meditation is something that you practice, we'd love for you to share with us what that looks like for you, maybe what the journey's been like. And then also why, like yeah. your mom asked. Yeah, why? Why do you meditate? Do you know why you meditate, or is that something you need to sit with and journal? I think everything I've like said, yeah, said connecting okay. to my yeah. my pure essence, coming home to, like, I feel, like, my, connected to my pure life force. Yeah. And those, I've, I think I've, the rewards I've been seeing from those is how I then go back and throughout the rest of my day is um, a changed perspective. Yeah, I like that. In a positive way. <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much for listening. We will catch y'all next time. Peace. Bye. Out. Mode. Beep.